0: I was trying to work off why, why are people really interested in watching versions of this, which a lot of people are. Watching disaster films and pandemic films now, when you're having to live through a version of it, and I'm yeah. trying to come up with an answer. And that's one answer is what's the fantasy element that you allows you to get something out of it. So that's what I finally pitched, and just said, and Alex, you know, Alex Gar- Garland seems like you know he's really the king of it. And somebody called him the the perfect director for
1: end times because you know his content is <laughs> always. Well, should we plunge into that? Because I hated it so much, so...
0: Yeah, <laughs> and totally, I, yeah. um... I mean, I didn't know I hate everything about it, but I found it very yeah. watchable. But it's it's a type of filmmaking that I, that I hate. Yeah. So we can talk I, about I,
1: that. I, we can talk. Yeah, I, I made it. I think I definitely like two and a half episodes. I think I started falling asleep on the third. <laughs> but yeah, to me, it's it, first of all, it's like a show version of his movie, which is a good movie, Ex Machina. And mm-hmm. then it's also a bit of like Annihilation, which was his big almost. That's like, what I mean. Terkowski He's all over. Semis- this.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's all yeah. over. But. Um, but it's so it just I looked it up while watching because I'm like mm, like there's no dialogue people talking in this long solilo- soliloquies. I don't know how to pronounce it right like monologues mm-hmm. yeah and it's very like in a bad way not in a good way Bergman-esque and I'm like what's going on I looked it up and it says like he wrote all the episodes he directed them so he's like went full utter kind of yeah, and I think it's, it's actually bad because while it worked in Ex Machina where there are like three characters and they're well developed and you would with them for like like over two hours, usually even with two, while here it's like supposed to be a richer, bigger universe, but it's just not there it's like kind of quiet and sort of deadly, and there are only two people usually in a scene, and they there's like extremely contrived I think he can't write dialogue for shit i don't know and um the topics also to me it's like philosophy one o one cliff notes. It's like, ooh, nature-nurture. I mean, God, is this like high school? What's going on? My favorite was, to be like, was
0: mm-hmm. defining determinism 15 times and constantly mm-hmm. reciting mm-hmm. cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah but that's, is <laughs> it silly? It's also like very like, Sort of, were serious and ponderous, supposedly. But ultimately, if you if you look at it, it's just silly. Well, that's why I, I'm calling
0: it. I would call uh-huh. it the pseudo smart. But people love it. Pseudo smart mm-hmm. it, it exactly the tone that people will take as, "Wow, that's really smart," because there's a guy holding forth in that in that kind of solemn, <laughs> very you know, solemn, define your terms kind of way with big pauses, and it's all very gorgeous. But in a kind of, you know, the way he's lighting and carrying out the scenes, everything is very heavy. And jerk And yet um, Yeah so it oh. su- suggests There's all this meaning All this heavy meaning That you should ponder Yeah I
1: don't yeah. know But Eileen also You know Bay Area San Francisco Like pretty damn well He made it look Sort of um uh, I don't know, ominous. Very. <laughs> oh, it was biscuit. hilarious because
0: like... Sleep <laughs> and I were like, well, we know it is because we're recognizing all the buildings, but in fact, it doesn't yeah. look like that. <laughs> you know? No, it really.
1: Nothing like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what's I still, going on? You know, I'm more forgiving than you because, you know, he. I have huge oh. respect for anyone who can plot at all and at least he can do cliffhangers. So the longer you watch, mm-hmm. the more you get pulled in as different people are kind of violently killed in ways you need or or seem to be in ways that you need to see the next one and I'm a big admirer since I tried to write fiction and boy is it hard. Boy is it fucking hard to keep to keep anything going. <laughs> so so I find myself watching it, you know, and he's got really good mm-hmm. actors. He's just, you know, he's he's the king of this I don't know how else. to Whatever other word to use, this kind of ponderous, pseudo, pseudo-serious kind of dystopian stuff that that is super popular, and I think it's really people really get a lot out of it because it seems like it's meaningful, even if people can't say what's the meaning. It seems like it gives yeah, it gives disaster, meaning in human life, all this kind of weight, and there's a suggestion there's all this brilliance going on.
1: <laughs> well, the interesting part, is in terms of the meaning, I mean, I guess that sort of seemed to work that he really shows this sort of silicon valley world Very, is a yeah. kind of temple a religion yeah you know the golden weird thing that you're supposed to be privy to once you really pass all the i don't know what yeah checkpoint. exactly and uh, it, that's interesting and it's kind of an interesting way probably to approach it because it feels kind of true because everyone believes in it there are no doubt it's a religious cult but then it all falls apart because it just is it really all that ominous there's no I mean, I know I don't expect it to be Silicon Valley like comedy show, but then he like gives it so much gravitas yes. to everything. It doesn't matter which part of that industry. I mean, it's just and ridiculous. the only way he,
0: he really is undercutting it is that he makes it, of course, sinister, and it's it's this one guru like figure, monomania. The, obviously, the character played by Nick Offerman. Um, it's his own personal monomaniacal pursuit of his dead daughter that. That is going is leading to this whole edifice uh, um, being built and all of this. So there's some sort of what they're not exactly working to, to make the world a better place here, <laughs> not really. Um, so there's that. It's like a kind of horrifying personal component. So like you know, Elon Musk's obsession du jour, um, you know, gets blown up into something that people revere because there's money and power associated with it. But you know, what's missing is exactly what I think. Is needed is where 's the vulgarity where 's the clown show where 's the stupid mm-hmm. that 's at the heart of all this stuff, which of course it isn 't going to touch because it 's all about elevating there 's all this elevation of of everything is somehow kind of beautiful, even in it's evil. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but then that's what exactly, I mean, I mean, he's he doing the disservice in the end, <laughs> even if he shows some sort of, what I like, the Golden Temple kind of religious aspect of it all. But then it's so elevated that you, like, the people who are watching you know, can't help but sort of admire it, even if it's seemingly evil, which I don't think we should admire that at all. Well, and I don't know, there was, yeah.
0: I would tend to agree, but I also argue that's, that's this is what, what I'm going to try and argue for Jack. <laughs> That, that that's what's the fantasy element that people mm-hmm. have come to love. There's a whole subgenre of this kind of kind of thing, I think. Um, and it makes you feel it's like even in, the midst, yeah. Yeah, in the midst of tragedy and disaster, mm-hmm. meaning and, and seriousness is being conferred upon it. So it almost feels and, and beauty. So it almost feels like it's okay. And it's, there's a kind of and, and that religious quality helps that along too. Whereas mm-hmm. yeah, I would think the smarter take is is a mix of you know serious and black comic as you look at at the chaos the the dumb the self-serving the you know refuse to elevate it refuse to make it like yes yes Um, but it all somehow is worth it because we're all gonna die beautiful because that isn't what's happening at all there's
1: no (laughs) dying beautiful (laughs) just a thought came to me i didn't connect it before that element of you know portraying like the that special devs department of like the golden temple kind of thing yeah. almost reminds me the sad i mean it's tentatively but still eyes wide shot kind of elite perverted world mm-hmm. which is very much closed from the commoner's eyes mm-hmm. i mean come on <laughs> again it's a, a bit of a similar thing like are you really gonna elevate Whatever this sort of like the um, small elite <laughs> does to this like almost um I don't even know, cult. Weird yeah. like elevated cult kind of feeling. And, and it's, notice how level. he likes
0: to always have it in a forest. It's always in some gorgeous forest. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. you have to get there by some incredibly complex means to access the forest temple of mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I don't think the corporate offices really <laughs> you know, of, of the of the true spaces are, are these are these are like this from you know from what I know. Of course I don't really live in the, that world. Mm, maybe but maybe it's all yeah. forest temples.
1: Yeah. Well the thing also okay the basically that's Google. I forgot what's in the, it's called in the Shaw Mafia ma- is it, the name is different. Oh and there's I a what Google the name bus. I forgot God, I really, got <laughs> it. very well prepared. I forget the name. But basically <laughs> there's the like, main company is definitely Google. There's a Google bus. Mm-hmm. That takes this young and too hot for programmers really (laughs) characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) to the campus, Mm -hmm. and it's called campus anyway. But okay, I've my my uh, cousin works at at Google in Palo Alto, and um, Mm -hmm. I've been to that campus number of times, Mm -hmm. and uh, the vibe there is if anything, closer to definitely Silicon Valley, the show. It's just very awkward. People, very kind of shy. Uh, Yes, very Benetton. People like, whatever, from all over the world, which I guess he tried to show that Alex Mm -hmm. Garland tried to cast different characters with different colors and all that. Chinese, Russians, but they're not that hot and they're also like kind of scurrying around on little bikes or on mm-hmm. some kind of other vehicles <laughs> that are all over the campus and mm-hmm. it feels just like uh, somewhat of a lame version of some sort of university. Yeah. So there's nothing of there's that no kind. There's no Temple. Nothing like that. <laughs>